everyone, welcome to another episode of Good Bad Gang. It's LD and Sus is in the building. What up, what up, what up? He tried to do a whole from the airport to the studio type of thing like me. I did it now, so I'm coming right from the airport now. I did it in like 42 minutes with traffic, so I think I was on my um, fast and furious. <laughs> anyway, so here we have Susan of Waka Waka Chronicles. Say hi. Hello. Hello friend, of the, friend of the show. <laughs> hi, everybody. She's a personal fave of mine. I love her to death. So, so do you want to tell us like a bit about yourself so they all know what you're about what you do you know before we hop right into it okay hey guys my name is susan as already stated um so i travel and when i'm not traveling i fly planes yeah i mean that's okay (laughs) and yeah i'm just one of those free-spirited well children of the world sort of she forgot to add that she's crazy but okay yeah, but I just said free spirited wild children. I think my first uh, come think about it, liking her tweets was not the first because I follow her in Nigeria, which you should also on, on, on Twitter. So she liked one of her tweets, and that's how I essentially got into Waka Waka tweets, right? But I think the first time I saw it was actually in your blog. I think you did the horse's, horse's mouth, yes, you right? Did. From, oh, yes, yes, yeah, where she did this cool thing where she went to like. Eight Nigerian states. Yeah, eight Nigerian. Well, no, Northern Nigeria. Yeah, exactly. That was the key. Northern Nigerian state. I think you know that that cool picture of those three um, mm-hmm. Fulani. So just for that alone, you probably follow her on Instagram. Fulani is a celeb. My brother saw her yesterday at block party. No, my, my, brother, brother, my, my brother went. Oh, aren't you the one who did from the bus? Essentially, but why are you using like two? Because I know I found you on Twitter first, right? Then I went to use the same handle on Instagram. And I couldn't find her, right? Because you have Waka Waka tweets, then Waka Waka chronicles, chronicles. right? On Instagram. Well, Usually, the, the problem, I should actually find a way to fix that. The thing is, the name of the brand is Waka Waka Chronicles. But Twitter has, like, limits, limits yeah. for so the name. So yeah. I, you can't do Waka Waka Chronicles because it's too long. Mm-hmm. And since everybody calls me Waka Waka, that's how this Waka Waka Chronicles mm-hmm. came about. I just said, you know what? Waka Waka tweets. Yeah, actually, that's the same thing that happened with Unraveling. Mm. You couldn't do the full thing. That's why I just put NGR. Mm. Yeah, so Twitter has it. It's limits yeah, exactly. to how much you can use for your name. And I'm not willing to change Waka Waka Chronicles mm. because that's like. You're literally a Waka Waka. Yes. <laughs> and this is just the story of, you know, one Waka Waka person chronicling mm. their life. I like it because she pushes the boundaries. Like, I, the pictures I saw. For the from the horse's mouth, I've mm. never actually seen them before. Oh, I thought it's climbing hills in a dress, <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? This is not trying to kill herself, but it looked like it was good fun, you know. And it was fun. Loved it was it. fun. Yeah, and just and also it's just like um, like me thinking of like a single woman roaming around the north, so to speak, and mm. it's just different from what you would think, right? Like the I mean, stories you hear, the stories you hear, what you expect to see. I know. Most people, we think of Boko Haram, you think of the North, even mm. though really it's isolated to Bornu, really, right? So, Bonu no, yeah, but it's not, it's not only isolated to Bornu in itself, I but, true, yeah, but regardless, the fact is, the thing with stereotypes, you know, all the stereotypes that Boko Haram is, they are true, 
but it's just a fragment of the whole story mm. so there is Boko Haram but there's also really beautiful places in the north so there's wiki um, wiki springs there are people just like you have in the south people that are welcoming they're very very you know like I remember Zamfara before I we went to Zamfara somebody no, no, said the first state that um, put in Sharia right yes exactly you see and that's Sudan one thing her two legs there. you see right, so. most people say that if you go there as a Christian mm. it's a death sentence but mm. I promise you the first five people we met in Zamfara had Christian names there was Ben there was um, Oluchi mm. it was very it was not what you thought it would be exactly it, so it you wasn't weren't, like scared or anything like that which is good. I had company Oh, okay. Yes, I had company. I went with um, three other amazing guys. But thing is, even with company, you still go with your own stereotypes. Mm. And until you get there, you are faced with the truth. And I remember before we got to Kanu, I was saying, oh, no, that I need to buy a dress. Because I don't wear dresses. dresses long yeah. dresses, rather. And uh, like I was like, oh, I need to buy a dress. I don't want to go to Kanu. And they would stone me because I'm mm. wearing jeans. Yeah. And when I got there, I felt so stupid. Because... <laughs> Everyone was regular. Everyone <laughs> was just regular. Yeah, I, I mean, like these things, right? People just need to travel so they know, like, what's yes, happening. get out. Not happening. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing that Susan, because Susan doesn't live in Lagos, she actually lives in Abuja. Oh. So Susan is here visiting. And <laughs> went to a block party yesterday. It was so much fun. Oh, I, I like for me because I've always wanted to go to a block party. Mm-hmm. Always daydreamed about like American block parties. What what, what, is, what is this block party you're talking about? Because you know it's called a block party in the US, right? Because of the way the um their houses, the houses are, set are right. So there are different blocks and everybody in like, this block in this block like um, comes out with booze and, mm-hmm. and throw and throw a party and just mm-hmm. was their way of forming a community, right? Yes. I love this block party too. Also done in the hood, right? Or, ghetto so to speak right uh, and we're just a way for people to really be close-knit and just you know, everybody bring the little share that they have food, together yes. share food share everything and be a community so now when you say block party in lagos are we doing our own see uh, the first thing ask them when they told me there was going to be a block party <laughs> first thing i said uh, i don't understand where's the block to start with where do we have blocks i'm not just getting on lagos just no i'm not <laughs> Right, so I, I kind of derailed that a little bit, but like, go on. This is your fault. Go on. Go on. Let's go carry on. you. <laughs> so, block parties. Like, when I first heard in Lagos, I'm like, hmm. This thing here that we used to copy, 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 will not copy with sense. But I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. It was. I, I had so much fun. I mean, it was on Broad Street, so I won't lie. I was a bit. So that's, you know, so that's Lagos Island, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so that whole marina, it's like coastside, that whole place. Where Just the, right, to, yeah, next, exactly. ne- right, ne- right next to Freedom Park. Exactly. Uh, that's what they used to so, like Lagos Carnival back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had cordoned off the street. And it wasn't it wasn't the whole street, but it was just a section of it. But it was really good, you know. People were dancing, there was food. There was, it, was, it was literally just a vibe. <laughs> I think that's And it goes back to what he said it was actual the actual sense of a block party mm-hmm. it was community mm-hmm. and you know how you go places and you don't know people and everybody's so stuck up and in their own clique mm-hmm. like you see little kids they were on roller skates they were doing hula hoops mm-hmm. they were throwing frisbees rope, people you don't know will come up to you and say hi they would share their you stuff nice. with you exactly it, it was, was really, really good, good. <laughs> i mean even, so we realized there was no it's called hopscotch, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, and then, you know, Waka Waka went to look for the truck and she literally drew like one on the yeah, floor. And we thought it Ninja was just going to be... Ninja Nomad did drawing. Exactly. <laughs> it's a hopscotch that we used to, what we used to call it now. What's Ninja name? I don't know. I can't 
But then literally everyone Everybody gathered around and wanted to play. It was so good. People were dancing off. People were. It was crazy. It was like big up to the to the organizers. Yes, and they had bands. And I think what happened was they tried to make it unique to Nigeria. Mm. Like we said, we do copy copy. But we had butter dancers. We had Igbo dancers. You know that kind of thing. Okay, there was a bit of salsa and mm-hmm. there was a bit of um the samba. The samba. Somebody doing like the crab machas and masters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. It was actually really good. So it was a mix of everything, and it was nice to see like traditional mixed with like western stuff. Yeah. It was just really chill. Yeah, just looking at it and watching the Instagram stories of various people. It really looked it looked fun. I saw people dancing. It was like there were different activities in different corners. Yes. People doing exactly. stuff and um what was I saw was it Yellow of Lagos or some kind of Oh Yellow of Lagos's booth was oh. nice. Nice and she had this plastic You guys remember plastic, those dolls, you know, plastic dolls, dolls yeah. and stuff. Well, at first when I saw I'm like what is this one? Look at it on your phone. It looks like um, Juju. like no Juju. It looks like Buddha, like little Buddha stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, I read the comment and then I was zoomed in. I'm like, oh yeah, that is true. Those and classic dolls yeah. going off. Funny, back to that stuff. My friend said, oh my god, I remember those dolls from when we, I would never have even thought about using it to like decorate. <laughs> decorate, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, but she's, she's really she's creative. creative. Yeah, she's a very creative. And then she had the keke that was really cool. You know, throw pillows. I'm hoping that next time she can monetize her space. Yeah, yeah, because it was actually it was really you should get people. Well, I wouldn't get paid to take pictures, but really like set it up for people. Make it like I'd really have nice. bought those cushions, the ones yeah, she had, if they were really up nice. for sale. Yeah, I'd have bought them or the pictures on her Instagram page as well. True, yellow yeah, Lagos. If you're listening, come to let's help you do your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. But it was really, it was actually really fun. I saw lots of people, you know, people from my church. People that I have worked with, it was just, it was literally just a feel good vibe. Mm. And then the band at the end with the with the fella vibes mm. that Waka Waka refused to acknowledge. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw like two white guys. Yes, and stuff yes. On, on yeah, they're called Bitter Cola or something. Mm-hmm. It's just very strange. But yes, Waka Waka refused to acknowledge that they were fella inspired. Mm. Even everyone could see it. Yeah, was that for a bit now? So oh, God. So, Thank you. So, uh, Thank you. He, he Afro, yeah, that's the thing. I don't want you to know be. That one of them actually used to play for Fela, apparently. Yes. Was in the Egypt band. Yeah, I'm not sure. Shola, I think it was the name Shola or something. He used to play Shola. for Fela. Yeah. Yeah. But he started very Fela. He even came and said, so everybody say yeah, yeah, like. Hey, but still, it's still Afrobeat. It's Afrobeat. Was the musician claiming to be playing something different? No. So we're playing Afrobeat. Actually, we're both saying the same thing. Just <laughs> 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 like, yeah, like, but yeah, it was really cool. Do you guys have dog parties in Abuja? We are hitting up my daily. Well, we have a drinking. No, it's not like I really live alcoholics. Well, it's not like I really live in Abuja, but when I'm in Nigeria, I, I, I usually stay in Abuja. I have like family there, so yeah. Because I'm coming from Portakot, where everybody says there's just nothing to do, so that's just like. I'm essentially I went yesterday, I came back today, but the theme was there's nothing to do here, just go watch a movie or mm. I guess people go clubbing at night on during the weekend. Apart from that, there's literally nothing to do. So at Vegas, there's a whole bunch of stuff like this block party things, like a unique stuff that 
change of but you know what I, I feel like Lagos was, was like that at a point in time people used to say there was nothing to do in Lagos so it was literally just mm-hmm. the influx of ideas I just got back I just got back so <laughs> thinking, okay what can we do there was a time where it was literally go to the movies go clubbing go for lunch mm-hmm. go for dinner but you know Lagos has evolved there's even yes. new parties exactly in Lagos. You yeah. have day parties now. You have like it's just different. Is it day parties or nude parties? But anyone, nude. I have nude parties. I also said nude. I've seen the flash for those. No, but just ask her. She will put you through. She'll be like, okay, so the next nude party is coming. Hello, I'm not in charge of nude parties. Don't give people ideas. Is it the same thing in Abuja? Like. I, I have some friends in Abuja who say Abuja is boring, there's nothing to do. And sometimes when I go to Abuja, right, I'm happy for like the first two, two, three days because I'm like, oh, it's chilled, it's different, nobody's rushing. But by the first day, I'm itching. boredom. Yeah, sexy. I'm like, what's there to do? And everybody's like, oh, let's go to Lukaba now, let's go. Just... Abuja is more of like, you know, when you have a sister mm. who's more chilled, mm. who would rather get a book and cuddle up in a really cozy environment and just that's how Abuja is in comparison to Lagos. Are you saying Abuja are smarter smart guys than Lagos? No, oh, I'm just saying chill, chill. Abuja is like Netflix and chill. Yes, then Lagos is like the younger sister who's just jumping from one club to the other, socialites and spotlights. <laughs> Meanwhile, her sister is out there just being comfortable, but you are jumping from one party to the other. No, wow, that's, a, you know, that, that's what sounds like another word for Abuja is boring. Look, look, boring is subjective. True. So, I agree. Some people are happy just sitting around yes. doing nothing. So well, not doing boring. nothing. There's things to do in Abuja, but they're really? not just as, as upbeat as Lagos I and not just as frequent. Abuja tries to, there are all these, uh, what do you guys call it? Where you go to the park and you have something in the park or whatever. Once in a while, Sha. I don't even know, know what that is. <laughs> What's that one that played? Or is it play or what? Picnic in the park. I had Delfino Entertainment. I know, mm, like, he mm, does picnic mm. in the park. I don't know, like, and it seems to be like one of the biggest things that happens in Abuja. In Abuja, yeah. And he has a huge crowd. Exactly. So, you know, Abuja is just boring. I would rather live in Abuja and visit Lagos on the weekends because I'm tired of traffic and the heat. Do you like and your the, hands are Rene ice cream? Well, that's why I said weekends. Like, do we it's fine. I know what you're doing. <laughs> with this, <but> it's fine. <laughs> we have ice cream. We have Chloe's, which is shit. I know everyone. I shouldn't say shit like okay. this, but okay. <laughs> I know y'all have her, so it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Oh yeah, so you know, onto the main reason why Waka is here. What do you want to say? Well, the main reason she's here. What I want to ask, as a pilot, right? Do you get and I know you fly all different places. Do you actually get to explore the places? Because when people think, oh, I'm a pilot, or even like uh, um, anybody, <laughs> I had to, like they think travel stuff, the, travel stuff. They think you get to see the world, but as a pilot, what is the real? What is the real there? Do you get to really? See visit and explore no no not 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 like that the thing is i think what people say oh um because they're different kinds of pilots Mm. the more popular ones those are the commercial pilots the scheduled commercial pilots the ones that fly for the big airlines yes and the airpiece they have schedules so if they're going to go to um calabar today they're not going to come down and explore the city because they have another flight to go back to but 
you know those that do the international and have to do like three day breaks mm. they have a bit of you could do a 24 hour in a city you could mm. see the city in 24 hours it's a short time and then the ones who are living the baby boy lives are the ones who have who fly corporate is that you no whose bosses decide to go and be like you know what we're gonna go to the maldives so corporate is as the private people with the private jets right yes uh, yes. Is that what you aim for? Well, Who gets paid more? Commercial, corporates, or uh, the, the middle ones? Corporate. Corporate. Honestly, that. No, you like flying, you know, to. But it depends, though. They see all this. Like, for example, there are corporate pilots who don't earn as much as commercial. Emirates pilots, okay, so yeah, which who are commercial pilots as well. So it's all about who it is you know, who you're working we're for. working for because there's actually this blog that i follow she's a air hostess mm. you know and she talks about how people see it as glamorous and everything and oh my god they've stamped so many places on their passports but mm-hmm. that they hardly actually get to see the city, the city actually if you travel to a place that is seen as dangerous so like i remember she had been to nigeria mm-hmm. and for the three days that they had their layover or whatever mm-hmm. they were stuck in the hotel because you know they had been told don't leave the hotel don't do this don't do that so pretty much was gym pool room mm-hmm. gym pool and it gets boring you know and obviously the pilots are there and they're just complaining but then she's like sometimes depending on where it is you'd have like a free place like london or something you'd have you'd a good time to, to go, go and out, into exactly, the city yeah, and see so. it and come back here yeah so i know it's not actually as um it's fancy but not as fancy as, as people, people think. think it's more stressful and i feel like it's the fact that okay you have access to these places for example if you were flying if you were flying for um the big airlines and you want to go to a, a route that your airline flies for you most likely will not even pay if you yeah. if you pay anything it would just be taxes you would not pay for okay. so you have incentives so yes to and go around that's when you do have the time so now it's a case of you have the resources but you do not we'll have, have the, the time. time it's a very stressful so, yeah job. you find and a balance yeah. Yeah. so and it's very tiring to apparently yes. because you travel and you're literally getting ready to turn around yes it is because you know you're what's, what's that word they use for the plane again when okay. you're cleaning turn around turn around. yeah exactly i know in hotels it's called something yeah so pretty much so you're checking out and you already know like in three hours we have to be ready to move Click, again. Around, yeah. especially in nigeria where it's the same plane that brings you to lagos and same you have left you to than Abuja, 30 minutes to turn to exactly so get ready and turn around it's a very stressful situation mm-hmm. right. but yeah yeah so and then the tweet i saw like when i saw this tweet i was like you know what I had to hit um, LD up. I'm like, do you know Waka Waka? Because essentially, I saw a tweet that she liked from Waka Waka. I was like, you know, this is a fascinating person. And I went to her Twitter page and just started reading her stuff. You know how it is? It was like, I know people get, when you get you like YouTube, it's like, like YouTube a lot of times. You watch one video, <laughs> you see the links, and probably you know, some one more watching um, cats jumping, jumping through <laughs> a window and, you know, you're all the way down there. So this is what this is why I saw you like the more religions I explore, the greater my conviction that there are numerous channels to God. No one religion holds supremacy. So when I saw this, I'm like, okay, this is this is interesting because mm-hmm. earlier in your tweet I saw like you know you have this um, 25 by 25 goals. Yes. And one of your goals is you know to read your Bible more, to be a better to build faith, to build faith, to build faith. And I'm like, okay, so that's the goal. But to me, it seems that our, our journey of self-discovery is taking us to a point where you're taking to a point where you're thinking, is it, 
um, I'm thinking for you. I don't know. Maybe that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. Are you like thinking, okay, Christianity is not just the way. Are you exploring alternative? Because one of the stuff also you said was like Africans were losing our religion or, or we lost our religion because of things like Christianity where they came and um, demonized our religion so that it yes. was evil. Yes. Then we dropped it. Is that old adage people said that uh, the missionaries came and said, let us pray and we closed our eyes. They mm-hmm. put the Bible in our hands and they took our land. Yes. Right? So, but I'm trying to now see the, um, that, I don't know how you, if you're, something you're struggling with where you're trying to be a better Christian, but you're having this self-discovery saying, should I be looking more at my own traditional religions? I don't know. So, I, no, roundabout so for me, I know for one that I'm not going to, I like where I am. And when I say where I am regarding religion, I'm not a believer of organized religion. I would sit down with people who are who are throwing jabs at Christianity and I would have a good laugh because what we've what we've done is that we've taken not we but we've taken out the the spirituality of Christianity or religion. Let me just use the word religion and we've put up also all these rules and all this yes we've we've just closed ourselves off to what i believe religion is really about it's the fact that you and a supernatural being have a connection you know that you're much more than the physical that you have a spiritual aspect and that's the relationship you're basically the supernatural being in question is god people have different ways of referring to god the buddhists have their their own names Islam does, um, voodoo does, um, which other ones have I? But you think we're all worshipping the same God? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm of the belief that we're all worshipping the same God. So when you ask if I'm looking into changing my religion, I'm not really because it's different path, but I believe it still leads to the same place. So I do not understand. And one thing I learned is that religion, organized religion, is very bloody, and it doesn't just stop with is, um, is, um, versus, versus Islam. Islam. No, every single one. Because when I went to Kanu, I learned that they had been a religion before yes, Islam. Yes. Yes. So they call them. It's an, an um, animism. Some some brew some brew forgive forgive my pronunciation if it's wrong but what happened that it was an animal god and they used to go up to the dala to the dala hill um dot the dala and do the worshiping until islam came yes and clean that all out and it was a bloody inversion people were killed people were slaughtered so what I've realized with re, um, organized religion is, by the way, you guys, cost me off. I have, when I start rambling, I have a tendency of just going around. Because mm-hmm. even in, I remember someone, <laughs> I was talking to someone, and to buttress what you're saying, there's different claims that in Mecca, which is seen as the holy ground of, of Islam, there was a religion there. Before. Before. And apparently, they also used to call God Allah. That was where you know everything so while they were trying to sell islam or whatever which is where like the holy war and the origins of the holy war and everything and prefer so even at that even in mecca that is the holy ground of islam apparently there was a religion mm-hmm. there before so that's why you know for me it's fine you can you know yeah, yes. But, yeah, but um, you kind of took her away from where she was going. No, I'm saying I'm buttressing the fact that she's saying that even in Kano, 
there was a religion before Islam. Oh, okay. So okay, even like that. Islam spread, you know, from yeah, somewhere. We, 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 obviously, we can date all this stuff, right? This this is not um, like the start of Islam is not is not a mystery Mm-mm. to anybody. Start of Christianity is not a mystery to anybody. So we know when all these religions start came about came about, right? So that's not a mystery to anybody. Obviously, we know that Islam Christianity was brought to Africa, right? They didn't originate from here. Right, even people there are some people that say something like Buddhism now that the real Buddha was a black man. So that's a Buddha was actually came from Africa and spread into the um, Orient, the, um, into Asia. So my point, my, my point I'm trying to make it this, and I, I know you're making a point that you're more spiritual versus religious, right? That's kind of what you're making. Than dogmatic. Than dogmatic about it. But what I was thinking was this: like now, if you at least most Christian tenets talk about winning souls, right? So your whole idea is that you're supposed to, because as quoted in the Bible, nobody can get through the Father except through the Son. That's where I disagree. Right. With. So, so there's this, so if that's the take, so I'll let you get in here. If that's the take, then can you be comfortable saying everybody can get to God through their own religion when Christianity says you know anybody so you can only get to the Father except through the Son? Well, that's that's my problem. That's the only part of Christianity that I usually fight about. Mm-hmm. If I meet somebody now mm-hmm. and we're discussing and I ask you, oh, well not, I won't ask, but our discussion goes into the spiritual and you make me realize that you have a deep-rooted relationship with your God. Mm-hmm. That's about it for me. That's what matters for me. I'm like, okay, you do realize that we're beyond, we, we're, we're beings that transcend the physical. So when I realize that this person has already come to terms with that realization and is working towards a relationship with God, I sort of back off now. I will not tell you, oh, this is how you become a Christian or this is how you should switch religion to mine. I'm not big on that. I, I don't see the reason. So when people say, oh, the only way to God is through the sun, that's why I'm like, uh, nah, I, I beg to differ. Because how can you explain so all these miracles that happen in other in other religions how do you explain the deep-rooted relationships they still have with god regardless of what path they are using towards him right. i know you went to um bene um recently yes right? and um what's the name of the second uzi uzi wida wida and obviously that's the home of voodoo right yes the and, ancestral um, home of yeah. voodoo obviously when even us as Africans think of voodoo, we think of uh, the puppet, of the puppets where you are poking, uh, uh, yes, poking yes. the chains into and affecting. Mm-hmm. But you said something where, essentially, you going there changed your view on it, and essentially, like the oldest religion, and it still has the still has the ground. Okay, so what I, what what struck me about the Wida people was the fact that they hadn't thrown away what was theirs. They found a way to balance this new religion that came and took everything away from them oh because christianity did a a lot of fucked up things there they came they took away these people they kidnapped them they would give them a one of the things that um one of the first people that went in to survey the land to survey these lands that were um pilfered were missionaries right Missionaries literally were like the spies of the slave traders. Right. What was the story you were telling me? Is it the Badagri where the the priest had his his quarters and there was an underground tunnel that led from his quarters to the 
to the um, slave um, Cape, that's Ghana that's that was Ghana. in me Cape Coast that, I think that's Cape Coast mm. in church in Cape Coast there was a church in Cape Coast and underneath was where all the slaves were kept mm. if you go to Rida the um, there's a fort a Portuguese fort that's now the museum there's a church there as well so why I really fell in love with Rida was how they had kept everything that was theirs the religion it, it was still sacred it wasn't a place where oh and you can go and see it now because you are an, you're an outsider just go and see it but we don't really pay attention to this there was actually at the sacred forest before you go in one i almost walked in on my own because maybe i was just used to everywhere i go that has a spiritual significance everybody just acts anyhow around it you know even the keepers cannot be bothered but here they said no you have to wait somebody will take you inside so they were still revered mm -hmm. as of few weeks ago that i was mm -hmm. there so that's what Rida did for me it made me realize that this is ours mm -hmm. this religion is ours is how we've been communicating with the spiritual is how we found we found a center so just because a couple of lighter skinned people came and told us that this was a better religion why should we abandon ours yeah. And it meant, and when I was thinking about it, what you said was like, we still had moral code in Africa, right? Mm -hmm. So, because a lot of times people like to put, uh, say, Christianity is what all the laws are based on the Bible, and that's what brought the moral code and all this stuff. But I'm thinking that at least in in Africa, we did have morality, right? And we did, at least a lot of, I don't know, we had some warring nations, but a lot of them were peaceful. And yes, stories about how people put their goods on the table. Right, and they go away, and people just drop the exact amount of what they need, and they take it. So there was was a civil society, so to speak, based on whatever religion they practice. Then we would do whatever. But you see that statement you made. Yeah. That was a typical way that these people came and demonize demonize what was ours. Yeah. That they brought morality. There always has been morality. If you mm. go to the Wida, if you go to the um, the museum in Wida, mm. the story there was that. Um, like when you look at all those artwork and all, the story there was that when the white man came, that the um, the indigenous, that's the Beninese people, the farm people mm. of Wida, excuse me, were using each other for um, what's that thing they call human sacrifice? Human sacrifices, but that was a lie mm. because. Our ancestors never asked for human sacrifices. It was goats. It was cows. And if we go look back into Christianity, wasn't weren't they doing um, killing rams upon an upon altars? Right. So this thing, what happened is they came, they changed the stories, and you know whatever story somebody tells is that's the story that you'll be known by right they're coming to save the savages yes and bring civilization but that to was justify what they did right that was a lie and that's why i feel like having like what i what i really liked about going there was now we've been given an opportunity to tell our own stories mm. i could have gone there and come back and not say anything about the religion i had explored but i i owed it to myself and my identity to realize that look as africans we had religion that worked but you know when christianity came it was it came as superiority it needed to take things away from us it needed to steal from our land our people our goods so it had to first demonize, demonize everything we were used to first before you know so is it that we also bought the stories ourselves because obviously down the road 
all this night when watch all this um at least when nollywood first started right it was all about this babalao and all the babalao did was you know evil things and you know punishing um bring your enemies and i'll take rid of them and obviously at the end of the day what happens the pastor has to come and cast the demons away and you know they change their ways from babala or anything so when did, so when did this uh, we started buy, buying the uh, buying the um, rhetoric that was told to us well all of a sudden it spun and everything became evil versus you know the one is not harry potter our uh, own is um you know killing people <laughs> and um, you know, wearing white bear shit. When we listen to, if I came into this room yeah. and I met you, yeah. you're the first person I met, right. and I said to you, the way you sleep is wrong. Yeah. And I show you, I sort of do mind games and prove to you that the way you sleep is wrong. You now have kids. Mm. But the story still remains that the way you sleep is wrong. Mm. Over time, your kids now believe that the way you sleep is wrong it it it's because that's the only story mm. that they are hearing that's mm. the only narrative that they are hearing mm. so you begin to you adapt it mm. you're not only are you it's your mind forced mm. to adapt it but physically you're tormented mm. you're punished if you do not right. so adapt the, so it the few people that hold it hold, hold on to it became the bad people and obviously all of a sudden you start um how they say start proving the narrative rights right because all of a sudden you're now an outcast yes and those people that are now the outcast of the society that also now come to you to ask for stuff and you're evil and everything yes. but the interesting part of what you were saying is that you said something like we have to get our religion and culture back or how our religion has been turned into culture which i found really interesting because there's a lot of new ones in there how because a lot of thoughts were religion but to make it palatable to people, we use culture. We, use, we call it culture instead, like masquerade, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, masquerade had a uh, religious, spiritual impact. But back now, then, but now back, it's just relegated like, to culture. We try to make it cultural and make it like a costume and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? So, but how do we? Is there is there is there going back? Is there any going back? Personally, it's it's going to be very difficult. It's very difficult to change the mindset of people. It's 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 not a walk in the park. I think the first things first is acceptance, realizing that there's nothing wrong with being a voodoo practitioner. There's nothing wrong with being much um, other ones in. But let's just go with voodoo now. That there's absolutely not nothing wrong with being a really um, a traditional practitioner that's what that's who you are that's what you choose to do nobody should have to make you feel less of a human being or you know because of what you believe in, because of what you believe in. that's first things first but regarding going back to t- totally and abandoning christianity it's going to be hard mm-hmm. almost impossible if you ask me i feel like it's more of a personal decision now where you say okay you know what i have believed this lies for a long time I'm going to go now and discover who I am. I think it comes, it starts first as a discovery. You need to discover who it is you are first. You know. Because you sent me this podcast, um, what was it? Um, uh, This podcast you sent me, is it Diaspora, Ladies in Diaspora? What is it called? Inaho Uprising. Inaho Uprising, right? What? What? Inaho, I'll turn it to you, girl. Inaho Uprising. It sounds like something I have. You know, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so, so so you said they were talking they were talking about religion, right? And they had this guy in um 
in New York, right? And he's he's um, he worships Osho, right? And he say he's an Orisha, mm. right? So and it's, well, it's quite interesting because you know this is like an African American. This from what I could hear in the podcast, and he's talking about the religion. And it doesn't sound like devil worship or anything like that. And he has created. But it's not devil. We need to stop that okay. those things like devil worship. So somebody was tweeting something about voodoo. And it was like someone asked him, "What is voodoo?" And he goes, "Oh, it's like something where you do like send evil and curses to people who piss you off and stuff like that." I'm like, "How could you reduce a whole religion to just that tiny bit? It's not like just the wordings. The mm-hmm. words we use affect right. how we perceive things." Right. So right. I totally get it. Another thing I was just, th- but it was just different seeing somebody elsewhere, Western world, right, and is practicing an uh, African religion, so to speak, that most of us don't even know where it starts or where it ends from, right? Yeah. And I was even thinking that thing. We went to um, um, Kwara. Where is it Kwara? Went to? Yeah, went to Kwara and went to see the, um, what do they call that thing? I see, what is it? The SES. The SES statues, right? Mm. So there are these soap statues that they, they found. They're soap stones. They're in SES Museum. Mm. It's called SES Museum because SES is the town. Okay. But the statues are actually called... They're not even statues. They're just soap stone figures. Okay. Yeah, but they're like... Uh, anyway, this like... No, I'm saying they're not SES figures. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're found in this town of SES, right? So they are these miniature... They're not life-size statues that people... That the villagers came from... What state they come from? Oyo, right? Oyo, they came, they were living in Oyo there. Somebody found they found this statue surrounding the tree of just, just little people mm-hmm. like this. And they had different features. They didn't really look like Yoruba people. Yeah. If, even when we went there, some of them had like European features, some of them had Asian features. And they could never figure out who actually carved those statues, right? Yeah. And what happened was that when people saw it, they started worshipping it. And at, and in the when the, in the group that they arranged those statues in, there was one in the middle that was that clearly the show that this was the king, right? And he started worshiping okay. the statues. So that became obviously that's now their religion, right? Till later the the Oba. No, actually, there was a second story about how those people disobeyed the gods and the gods turned them into soap stones. Yeah, that's another story. Yep. But but the, the main one that they used to worship the statues, right? And they give sacrifice every year until they um, uploaded it, right? I think there were two separate stories, but we're merging it, but that's fine. Yeah, but that doesn't matter what the story is, but... No, I'm saying around, like, there were two, the, the sacrifice thing was actually different. It was a different story. No, but... It wasn't about the soap stones. No, they used to sacrifice, because they worshipped the king of that stone, and they used to do sacrifice to the, to the stone. That's how, that was part of the worship, was offering the sacrifice mm-hmm. to, the, to the idol that they worshipped, right? The two was outlawed, and the king was like, They should go to church and no more worship. And no more worship, but I'm saying, like, now would you tell this kind of people to go back and take back their religion? Or because I don't know, can you when you think about it, it's probably human beings that cap that stone, even though they can still trace. Wait, no, okay, good, Get right there. there. Oh, I got you there. You okay. need to stop All right. because. All right. I experienced something similar okay. in an area called Ikom in Kosovo State. Okay. The Ikom monolith. Yes, the monolith. You know, they're very similar. The you know, I got in there. I got so it's like a playground where you know the the monoliths are. They're also same pro- thing, little miniature stone sculptures, mm-hmm. and 
you know, we are with the curator and somebody else. He's, he's a Catholic. He was the person who took me there. And just as about to say, I was just about to say, these structures are too geometrical to be anything short of man-made i was literally about to vomit it mm. when he told me that i should stop mm. and that i should realize that because i do not believe in something because when i were in the midst of a believer mm. of this particular religion stone worship worship and structure and he was like that just because i do not believe in what he's saying just because it doesn't make any sense to me doesn't mean I should not respect it. Right. That religious tolerance is comes from respect first. Mm. That is only when we respect each other right. that we can tolerate our different practices. And this does not in any way take away from what we believe in. Right. So, yeah, that's what I just wanted to... Yeah, no, that, that's a good point because he said that's why it's really going to be hard because you really have to reprogram how you think because when i think about it if i was born into a muslim household will i wonder my way back to christianity or will i remain a muslim no we're not if asking I was born you to in wonder into, no what i'm saying that's why i think when mm. it comes to religion right well like it's part of the because you're a christian you believe that's the way right but you have to think sometimes this is because i was born into it let's, that i believe yeah, that i was born in, in india will i find my way back to christianity or like um um, the um, what was it in in be a Hindu, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to think about. I think about it that way to say, what is your real faith and conviction? Are you just the, are you just your religion by circumstance, or is this something that you really find it yourself? That's why I ask people to to learn, right. to learn, because I don't know if tomorrow I would decide that you know what, maybe I want to become a Buddhist, because I feel like this is what. This is where I'd be more comfortable in at, with worshiping God. I don't know if tomorrow I'll decide I want to become a Muslim. So if you explore all these religions, like be open-minded, learn. Just be open-minded enough to learn and respect other people. And from there you could, you know, find yourself again. Because at the end of the day, even people who were born into Christianity really do not have a personal relationship with God. Mm. Heaven knows that you may end up having your burning bush experience with a different religion entirely. Right. So. Yeah, I think a lot of times when it comes to religion, I think a lot of times the fulcrum is what happens when you die, right? The afterlife. That, yeah. is, that is really <laughs> like why this promises me this promises me this versus that because if you think about it if you have a roof over your head you you know you get your daily bread then your mind can start wondering about that stuff where do we come from right big, big questions happen well, you know where that do we come from thing when we die where do mm, we go go to all those kind of questions well you know that thing about the master's hierarchy of needs Mm, yes. You have to get the basics at the bottom. You have yeah. to get the basis first. You have yeah. to get a roof, like you said, a roof over your mm. shoulder, food Fooding to your, eat. Your belly. Yes. Um, your sexual desires met before you go higher up into the more existential questions. Which one like, goes first, sexual desire or food? Um, I think food and sex and desire are in the same. The same category. I think mm -hmm. sex, food, um, shelter on the same category then you move up to security i may be wrong but yeah. sex is quite important sex was quite important on the scale yeah yeah so it's uh i think that's what draws people to like christianity versus like some other 
like people that say you get reincarnation, maybe you can come back as a, as a, you know, as a cricket. Right? <laughs> a lot of people don't want to come back at cricket. I'm like, eh, that's not for me, right? Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a mansion, you know, or have um. I've never read this, but everybody says I'm not the seven virgins, right? Oh, you should read Origin. Origin. What, what is Origin? It's um Dan Brown's new book. I'm mm-hmm. actually oh. in the process of reading it. Mm-hmm. So what he does is in the book he tries to answer the two most important existential questions. But you know, we already know that Dan Brown has a problem with organized religion. He mm-hmm. drags every single organized religion and in this book he sort of explains that the questions we didn't have answers to religion sort of came and filled in the gaps to make us more comfortable with our existence stuff like that so where are we really going to where are we from interesting another thing i found really interesting about you was you said you're one of those people that um when you love someone like you sent all your world all around them, right? <laughs> so when so when they go, it's like your world comes crashing down. <laughs> but what what got me with it was because there are a bunch of people like I just went when much younger, like somebody breaks up with you, like your world's about to end, right? Much younger, what do you mean? You no longer feel that no, way. No, as you get, get to, you know, I, don't, I, get, I guess guys and girls can be different, mm-hmm. right? Say, you, I was the best way of getting some over someone is to get on top another one, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's what they say. But but what got me with you said travel kind of change that for you and i was like okay is it is stella got a groove back type of mm-hmm. deal with the travel is it um developing a new passion so because you travel now essentially you get to forget and you're just no. fixated on other stuff so it's how did travel really change your mindset where i guess when somebody breaks up with you now it's no big deal you just keep, it moving. keep it moving okay before we jump into travel mm-hmm. i want to ask a question do you think you can mix christianity with traditional religion most people do yeah because i was listening to a podcast the other day girls like me i'll send it to you and uh, one of the girls there in your Huday, i think so she said she had been speaking about how she had been delving a little bit more into traditional religion how mm-hmm. it's making a lot more sense you know and it's funny because she's one of those she lived in nigeria they moved to america for uni you know so mm-hmm. obviously she had just known christianity all her life and then she spoke about how she's not ready to let go of being a christian but she would want to know more about yeah, traditional religion. Yeah, and but we have, things, we have things like, you know, Sele, Shrubbing and Seraphine. I think those kind of um, Christianity was stuff. Can I finish my question? I tried to add <laughs> Can I, 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 I try to add something. Can I finish my question? Yeah, so she's like... I'm asking the question, I don't want you to answer. I want her She's like, um... She's not ready to let go of being a Christian, but she's really more about, like, traditional religion, and she's she seems interested in it and she's of the opinion that she'll probably end up mixing traditional religion mm-hmm. and by traditional I'm, I'm not talking about like silly and whatever i'm talking about the kind of things that happen in like wida and mm. you know the stories mm. so do you think it's possible to like mix it well i think it's possible but personally i wouldn't yeah because obviously there's some things that you will practice in christianity that, that go I against c- yes that go against and this is me this is a personal opinion i wouldn't do it because i want to find it's like it's like driving like going half and half two highways Mm. two different highways you're going to the same place but every time you tend to deviate into the next one your journey sort of becomes longer i really want a personal relationship with god i want the kind of relationship where i can speak to him and he can speak to me so i feel like 
doing both i either do one or the other but not doing both i feel like doing both sort of you know it's the focus it takes away focus yeah and like i was saying like the churches like sele trebin and seraphine were the kind of um compromise to a lot of people really yeah in a, in a sense because people want to hold on to that spiritualism all mm. those um dancing and stuff that they used to do in the tradition so that's the way to merge it okay we're moving towards christianity but all this other stuff you used to do with um in your in the old religion mm -hmm. the talking drums and all the stuff will still imbibe it here right but that's a lot of pro people's problem with uh, this the pentecostal problem with well, seller right is the is that aspect of it where they don't want to, they still feel there's still a lot of um mythicism uh, what's that word um like this um, mythicism, magic type stuff still in there. Right. This is just the, mm -hmm. you know, a mix. Just the like the redeemed style for better choice of word. Well, redeemed style church. I, I I don't know how to because speak about things. I'm I'm not sure. Of. I yeah, don't because know. it's the same thing with like you know not wearing shoes, walking walking everywhere without shoes. Mm -hmm. The symbolic white garment and stuff like and stuff like and stuff oh, like well. that. Yeah, because actually when I was in secondary school, we used to go to Sharpin and Seraphim for, for for a while before we switched over to um, deeper life. <laughs> so you can see it's from one kind of one deep spiritual to another spiritual. Yeah. So, but I said people are always looking for the same thing. Just you know, it's like you want it in a different package, mm -hmm. right? So. Oh, well. Well, I guess I wouldn't really speak much of what I don't know because that, that's one part of that's one religion I haven't really, you know, explored of any kind. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah but you're going to give us your uh, how travel changed your your um, dating oh. philosophy. So to oh, speak. that. Okay, so this is what happened here. Yeah. As I already stated, I am a lover of love. <laughs> yeah. I sort of. So fall in love with somebody and make them the center of my existence. So you love, you're the one put that love to love, right? You, yes. love, you love being in love, essentially. Yes, and not just in the act of loving being in love. It's the fact that I find somebody, I make them the center of my life, and everything revolves around them. Like, everything yeah, you I stop do. hanging out with your friends and all that kind of stuff? Well, not that, but basically, like they're the center of my existence right. at some point. But then... So Lola calls you and said, no, I have to have... Mm -hmm. needs, um, I love Lola. Lola, I, I love spend you time too. with you. Yes, I don't I care you. who's giving me multiple and orgasms. And because we understand each other. Yes, I'll come to you. Yes. yes. <laughs> she can't make you come, even though he can. Oh my God! How did he get here? Yeah, you people, how did, did he get here? I couldn't resist that. Well, Lola says you. Lola says something you, you want to tell me. <laughs> Lola, do you swing both ways? I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, travel sort of gave me independence. Yes, I agree. And yes, it, it sort of it made me realize that look when. That there's no center to this my world. Like my world, my world is literally so huge that making somebody, mm -hmm. putting somebody in the center of it is, it doesn't it's do ridiculous. me. Yes, it's ridiculous. It's too, 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 too wide. So, sorry. What's what sound was that? I'm sorry. Just, okay. We're good. So, yes, this travel was therapeutic. It made me realize that. You know, rather than focus on who is the center, just sort of like, is there any word for this for this thing I'm doing? Yeah. For this thing I'm doing. Like, like how the sun revolves around you. Yes, you know, <laughs> just 
let it revolve on something let my life revolve on something bigger something, something greater than yeah. one human being right. so essentially started traveling and it's like it's a big old world out there yes and so that why change do I, exactly one person control my exactly existence, right? exactly i think what it did it's it's it sort of it helps you become more acceptable to change yeah okay so for example i am in um let me see two extreme cities i mean one city that so like you're in rome today and tomorrow you find yourself in qatar finish you have to change you have to adapt mm. you can't go into a mosque with your hair you know without your hair covered and you learn that this has changed i'm going to adapt and i'm going to keep it moving so f- it's it's that's how it's changed my philosophy about love I am me first. Mm. I need to understand that so coming f- into a relationship. So love yourself first before you can love someone else. Yes, again. yes. It's sort of a version of that. So you first understand you. You first love you. You realize that when you become and become one with another person, like when you become, you know, paired with another person, to better, better word, when you become paired with another person, if they decide to leave tomorrow, your world doesn't end because it changes. Yeah. You're open to change. You is it that you went to um, Greece and you saw Greek men and you're like, you know what? <laughs> and another book that helps me come to terms with that was Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. You should really pray, love. Did you go to Bali or something? No, it was I when I... Sorry? Let's go to it's very hard to get visa. Yeah, they don't like us. But we will go. That's the point. We will go. So after I read It Pray Love and I was like, you know what? So what was in it? I, I've watched the movie, but It Pray and Love. Okay. So first you enjoy yourself. It's like pleasure first. She was heartbroken and yeah. I was heartbroken at that time as well. Yeah. Like I was bad, bad heartbroken. Yeah. And first you enjoy the pleasures that life has to offer. Then from the pleasures, you move to finding devotion. Mm. That's the prayer, the mm. devotion in something Spirit greater family. than yourself. And then the love, you find that love comes in different forms. Love a dog. You fall in love with another human being. You fall in love with people, yourself. Travel. Travel. What? And all this she did from moving from one, she went from, from Italy to India to Indonesia so basically it was like a coming of self-discovery yes full circle yes so that's what travel did for me it's it's been amazing and when people ask me to describe what travel is to me it's therapeutic I can't think of any other thing sometimes we stay in our home our cities and we become so narrow-minded we become it's like our problems are so huge because we it seems like we feel smaller but then when you go to the world that's bigger than you you're like you know what it's not that bad after all I think travel also makes you open-minded like you're able to actually see things in different ways mm-hmm. in different forms because like you said, you can find yourself in Rome today and you can find yourself in Qatar tomorrow. You have to learn how to adapt. Something that you say in Rome might be offensive in Qatar. You know, it's gonna and while it might genuinely not be anything offensive, you have to put yourself in the shoes of the Qataris and see how you know they took it. So I have learned that travel just makes you very adaptable, it makes you very open minded, it makes you very malleable. <laughs> you know, you're easily molded and you're also maybe um, um, 
empathetic is yeah, the word yes empathetic you understand you. more yeah, you realize more. that i may not agree with you but i will respect that yeah, exactly and I, I i mean was it aristotle someone once said that the sign of an educated mind is it an educated mind or an intelligent mind is to listen to someone's views genuinely you don't have to necessarily agree, agree with it but to actually listen see where they are coming and from understand and understand and leave it at that. And leave it as that. You Finished. Don't have to That's what empathy That's basically what means. Like you should not have to tell someone, no, I don't agree with you, and you must agree with what I'm saying. Do you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I, I probably don't agree. And it still goes back to religion as well. Exactly. I may not agree with how you want to worship, but, but I respect like, that. Exactly. So I think that's where usually the problems come: the lack of respect for people's cultures, people's thinking, people's you know just whatever. Lack of respect generally. So and travel mm-hmm. just makes you very more open. Because if you're gonna enjoy a place, well, you gotta stick to what they do. Mm-hmm. What was your heartbreak playlist? Me? Yeah. What 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 song was in heavy rotation then? Um, not that I can remember right now because I, I, know. I guess that's good then, right? Because I, now you guys are it has passed. You guys are not twerking to Cardi B at the the block party. <laughs> but one of my favorite favorite songs from when I was heartbroken was "Us Against the World." Us Against the World by Coldplay. Coldplay. Because it was our favorite song. Oh, okay. And. Oh wow. Yeah. Alright, well, that's a story for another day. Okay. And if we could float away and fly up to the surface and just start again. And if love before trouble, just erodes us in the rain. Just erodes us in the rain. Just erodes us since erodes us in the rain. So let's hit the Joe of the week. So Joe okay. is um, a Nigerian um, psychiatrist <laughs> or psychologist. Um, people send him. I'm sorry, but I don't. Some of these stories, I don't believe them. I was I was skeptical too, but um, Lola has turned me into a believer. So Lola, how? I believe everything in Joe. You know, do you know what? Thank you. Like I said, Aristotle said it is the mind of an educated oh, person. Oh, please, Lola, to not me. To no, en- no, 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 listen to me. <laughs> to entertain. No, actually, I found the correct quote to be able to entertain a thought mm-hmm. without accepting it. Okay. Now, what I do know is living in Nigeria, and like we've said about religion and everything, right? Mm-hmm. I've learned to understand that things are happening. Well, true, true, true. Someone in my office once said, just thank your God that you are not pushed to that position where you have to do some of the things that... Some of... That's some happening in the jurors' story. You know, things... Mm-hmm. Some of these things might be exaggerated. But it doesn't take away from the fact that... It's happening. It's happening. Okay, so let's, so let's, let's, let's try this one. Okay. I beg all Nigerian men and all men in the world of life to try this. Bro, nice formation on your blog, fashion and story. I want to advise all men out there to test a wife material, take her out on a date, and forget your wallet. The way she comports herself shows how you will take her. I have performed this test on 15 women 
and only two of them passed. The rest were just squeezing face like shit fall on them. I beg on Ninja men to try out this test. If she doesn't pass, dump her inconsiderate ass. These girls will be claiming independent woman and feminist up and down but can't pay. Ninja girls, they irritate me. The one which pain me pass, bro, Joro, is the employed ones who work for salary but still beg about. So waiting you go school for. Things have changed Sorry, from time of our parents. Slash he who finds a good wife. Now don't overhammer. Please insult me well. Because now man will get money be good guy. Well done. First of all, he's like, he's everywhere. His story is everywhere. And I'll call bullshit. Because how did feminism enter this matter? That's number one. I just had, I feel like we repeat the same. Number two. Some guys always bullshit. What is wife material? What the hell is wife material? We can't. Well, we can't be talking about this. Is thing where and society detect. We were talking about yes, where what society like in, in a, like a significant other. It's not what you'd like in a significant other. I'm sorry, but thing over and over and over again. It's simple. You cannot use one test to test everybody. That's number one. Number two. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. If I ever went out with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, you decide to forget your wallet. You ask me out. I'm gonna pay, but you gonna pay me back. You have to pay me back. Okay, okay, okay. Let's 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 slow, let's slow this day go down. Okay. So, so let's say you've, you've been dating this guy for uh, no, but he says first date. It, it was the first date. Uh, well, you it's not made me assume. No, it's not, not first date. That you don't have to do the test the first time. So let's assume. So okay, this was actually another Jero story where. They've gone out about six times, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, I guess you meant in a joking way." He told her, "Oh, this time we're going out. You had one pain, mm-hmm. right?" And they went out, and the fee went to eat somewhere. I think it was even like Gen- Genevic or one of those places. Jevnik. And the fee was like it. No, sorry, it was, it was yellow chili, and the fee was like eight um, thousand naira. And you know, he was like, "Okay, she should pay." And she was squeezing face, and you're like, she should pay her. Who actually threw out on a date? No, they've been going out for a while. This was like their yeah, seven dates. As a couple? Or just dating? People always just think that because we've gone out seven times now, you're officially my boyfriend. No, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Asking, yeah, was it as a couple? Yeah, as a couple. I think she was my girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, eh, I'm of the impression that see this this first. Let's go back. Let's go back to the roots of this this patriarchy thing. It's funny that some people they want to pick a part of patriarchy that works for them, and they want to dump the other part. Uncle, if you want somebody to split to go Dutch mm-hmm. on your what's it called on your date, best believe you have to embrace the other part of this um, this new ideology you're going with. Which is the other part? Well, the other part is that women are fucking human beings as well. That's a given, no? So no, for I, I you! Think, I, think, I, think, I think you're giving this guy a rough time here. No, I'm not giving him a rough time. It's just a foolish story. And no, I'm, no. I'm tired of having to ad- address such oh, stupidity. No, but let's, but let's say it's all legit. I have, like, all the stories are the same. Just no, different. No, let's say, let's say, let's say it's all legit. It's not a test. And a guy truly forgets his wallet at home. That's right? what I said. And so you... So you so you can't so you can't pay, pay. So, but, but and, and, you, you and, you, and you demand for it back no no listen you took you asked me on a date 
You asked me. No, let's, no, I'm saying this is not the first time we've gone. <laughs> we've gone out. So let's go. We've gone out a couple of couple of times on the Joe story. Now we're putting. You're doing hypothetical situations. That's how he does. No, we're talking about this story. This story. This story said you took a woman out on a date. You invited her on a date. You left your wallet. I would pay because you know what? I'm not about to get embarrassed in a at a restaurant, but you gotta pay me back. You know what's funny? This has actually happened to my friend before. She's married now, thank God, to a sensible person. She married the guy, right? No, a different one. A different one. Because here's the thing: when you start doing all these bullshit tests and whatever, you will get what you are looking for. Exactly. It's like when you want to test your husband and see if he's cheating and push a woman into his bed. You. So she she went out on a date with this guy, Mm. and the guy purposely forgot his wallet or not we don't know the bill comes probably the guy who sent the story he doesn't have his card or whatever or he just checked his account and he realized there wasn't enough money i'm looking at him like i, I think it's what irks people a lot mm-hmm. i was still now in my house jet jet and you invited me you how do you know how did the guy legitimately wait, wait, forgot his wallet or lost his wallet or something but you, you can't expect but you can't wait, expect wait, wait, let me finish my story all these 409 guys she, she, not mm-hmm. she paid for the because uh, things happen a bit. Yes, you may. Like, they took her to a fancy restaurant, okay. so she paid. And I was like, oh, don't worry, that I will pay you back. Like I'll when when I get home, I'll get your account. Something stupid like that. So this mm-hmm. was a long time ago. Like I'm talking three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. She never heard back from this guy again. See, you see, scam. Never, not scam. Maybe God I can't. damn okay. scam! Maybe I can't. 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 Maybe I not not I can I not I I I I I ATM at home. We went out somewhere to eat. I wanted to pay. I looked at my wallet, and my ATM was not there. It wasn't on purpose, and, and, and you know, so it, it can it can happen. Did you pay her back though? Yeah. She didn't pay. Did you pay her back? I had to do transfer. Oh, okay. But I'm saying it will happen. It, 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 ha- it happens. Well, exactly. This is what you I'm saying. You know what's funny? You even know a genuine person. When it happens. Oh, let me do transfer. You realize that, okay, well, the person could be bluffish. I'm saying, let me do transfer. Who Whatever it is. I mean, you try to transfer. Transfer does not go. What do you not come and do? Uncle, please, next time, stay in your house. You don't have money. Everybody should stay in their house and they don't have money. Like I said, and I'll say it again, with every single general topic that comes up, there is almost like this or similar. The guy, the guy is not 15 girls. He said not serious being to the past. Where are they? Why are you not? Why are you not dating themselves? I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I and she, and she starts and she starts telling you uh, maybe she says something to you and you just forgot your wallet and she says something to you like if you know you don't have money why do you bring me here I think that is already cancelled no, 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 there's, no there's something no if, if you're doing this as a test you yourself you're an asshole yes true yeah. true I agree if with this I, is I, a test I, to you you're an asshole I, I agree, I agree but with it that. matters where it was a genuine mistake there are different ways of I'm not going to be screaming at you I say I'm too I don't have that kind of time 
I'm not going to be having banter with you. It'll be a case of you know what? I've paid. Here's my account number. Case closed. Oto. Mm. Like let's not. Let's not even beat around the bush with this. Let's not make a fuss out of it. It's what it is. You invited me on a date. You're paying. I invite you on a date. Well, me, I pay. I don't know about the next woman. Mm-hmm. Well, I will pay. For what? If you if you don't invite us on a date, you do pay. Will you pay? If I invited someone on a date, yeah. I'll pay now. Maybe right. I invited you. <laughs> Look, my, my, this is how I see things. I was now in my house. You fine. You doing? You know, I was okay with whether I was sleeping or whatever. You now disturbed me and said, "Let's go do this, man." This story. That's why I say some of these stories. I'm like, ugh. Oh, a waste of my time. But yeah, guys, thank you for this cocktail. I must say that. Look, it's all done. It's a it's a it's a mojito. Okay, sauce so mojito. So do you want to plug in your social media handles? Yes. And your website yes. 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 You can visit more of my wacky thoughts on um, read more of my wacky thoughts on the website wakawakachronicles.com or on Twitter. Um, Waka Waka tweets. Yeah, she's, <laughs> a, yeah, she's a good follower. What are you following? Let's yes. start from there. Are you following? I'm definitely following. Okay, now. so it's Waka underscore Waka tweets on Twitter, and on Instagram is Waka underscore Waka Chronicles. So I'm I'm a budding photographer. I'm learning, learning. So are you doing your budding photography on that same handle too? Yes, that's on Waka underscore Waka Chronicles on Instagram. Yes. Okay. We'll yes. definitely put everything in the description. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, thank you. I'm a friend of the show. Thank you for coming. It was my pleasure. <laughs> I had time just bantering. I think this is so easy. You just just keep talking and you don't realize that. Oh my god, it's so late. Yeah, and there's actually a lot of stuff. Most of I want to talk about based on some of all that tweets, but we'll leave that for part two. Maybe when we come to Abuja, oh, we can just have a Abuja conversation on our own. Exactly. You know, and you don't have me on the pod, right? <laughs> <laughs> but if, if the pod didn't happen, yeah, no. If it's not, well, you know. Maybe you can follow us and read for yourself exactly. and interact on your for yourself. Exactly. So. So, yeah. so you guys follow us everywhere. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. It's literally good bad gang on all those platforms. And you can follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes, subscribe. You guys rate us on iTunes, like give us a five star yeah. something. Yeah, shout out to the people in the office that were um, discussing, having the argument um, about the last part about um, borrowing money to your um, fiance. Shout out. So um, you guys bring your um, your conversation to Instagram. Let everybody be part of the banter. Or you can comment on SoundCloud. SoundCloud too. Um, and shout out to Tumrayo. She, comment- she commented this morning, I think. That she liked the episode with um, Lagos City Chip. Thank you for listening. It was nice to you know see that comment. So, yeah. So you guys, we'll see you next week. Spread the vibes. Say bye. bye. <laughs> She cook your good food and she always caring Then you know that's a really good vibe If your man did a love you real good in a bed Then you know that's a really good vibe And if I give you full satisfaction my girl Then you know that's a really good vibe